Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Believe in the Sun. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I've been around a long time. This is my 33rd year on the air all over the country. And my message has always been the same. I would like to help people learn how to calm down and get back in touch with what you know in your heart is right. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? But it is the key to everything that you could possibly want out of life. You must refine your Creator. Augustine said it so beautifully. He said, You made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. And so you must find your Creator. And the way to find your Creator is through His Son. God sent His Son. And those people who believed in the Son, who heard His words and loved where He was coming from, those people were blessed to be called of God. And they heard the Son. And when they did, it was so beautiful. All your life, you've known in your heart some things. Even when you were a little tiny child, you knew that there were good people and bad people. You knew that there was right and wrong. You knew that we shouldn't hate people and lie to people and be phony with them or take their things. You knew all of that. You knew it before you went to school. Nobody had to teach you. But when you went to school, what did you see? You saw kids, for example, who were doing things that weren't right. And what's worse, you saw that sometimes they were getting away with it. And then you had adults around you, and most of them were nice people. But yet, somehow, there was something wrong. Sometimes they would do something that wasn't right, and they acted like they didn't even know that it wasn't right. And seemed like a lot of times they lacked understanding. They didn't know how to correct you properly. They didn't know how to... They hadn't found themselves the way to the perfect life. They hadn't found it. They knew about it somehow. They heard about it. They tried, maybe. But somehow, they couldn't get it quite right. Something got in the way. Now, what I would like you to see is that it's what gets in the way that blocks. 
you and blocked them from finding the good life. It's what gets in the way. So if you could find a way to discover what's getting in your way and let it go, then you would be able to live the good life and not pass on to your children what your parents passed on to you and not do unto others what others did unto you. Now, I want to give you one of the keys. One of the keys. I'm going to give you a secret that when you hear it, you will immediately know that it's true. You will know that it's true. But amazingly, it's something that other people didn't tell you about. You sort of knew it, but you forgot it. And now you need to know it. You need to know it so deeply and so without doubt that you can implement it in your life with God's help. time ago when you were a little child you could you could do one thing and then another and then another and another and you know you know what they call that now they, they call it what do they call it hyperactivity or something like that well some kids are hyperactive but others they just go from one thing to another it's perfectly natural you do this for a few minutes and then something else and you do this for a minute and then you do that and you you do one thing and then suddenly you go ask a question and then you rush away and do something else that's perfectly natural that's the way I am I'm 70 years old, and that's the way I am. I do a little this and a little that. When I'm no longer interested in it, I put it down and I do something else. That's the natural way, free, unencumbered. See, so that's what you must find. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. So what is the secret that I'm going to tell you? The secret of something that has blocked you from finding all the good things, including salvation. What is it that has gotten in the way that has blocked you? And you know what it is? Are you ready? It's a little emotion that's called resentment. It is resentment more than anything else that blocks you from the good, that blocks you from joy, that blocks you from expressing good and expressing understanding and love. Resentment blocks you from God's love, and it prevents you from expressing love. That's what it does. It is deadly. It has a deadly sting. And who has told you that? Who has told you? Well, I'm telling you. Now you understand what forgiveness is. Do you know what forgiveness is? It's not resenting other people. 
It's that simple. Don't resent them. Now, what goes along with resentment? Judgment. That's it. Now, admittedly, other people tempt you to judge them. But when you do, and when you add the pinch of resentment, it cuts you off from your creator. Now, let's take a look at resentment. What is it? Resentment is a kind of a resistance. And when do we resent? Let's, let's talk about when we resent. There are different scenarios, not too many, so it's easy to talk about. Number one, when you were a little child, people were mean. They were mean. And you couldn't understand why they were mean. For quite a while, you couldn't understand, and you cried, and you tried to make them aware that they were being mean, but they weren't aware of it. And maybe they were aware of it, and they were being mean on purpose. And finally, chances are, you resented them. Resentment with a little bit of judgment in it is what your ego uses to support itself in its stance, in its self-righteous stance of hating another, of judging another, of being angry at another. Resentment. And what does resentment do? It separates you from the good. Now, look at it another way. The next time you're resentful, hopefully you won't be resentful, but if you're like most people, your whole life is composed of resentment. So the next time you're resentful, if you can... You may not be able to, but if you can, notice that after you're resentful, you can't accept the good. If you're walking around resentful about something, if someone comes up and says something positive, you can't accept it. If they give you a compliment, you can't accept it. If they say it's a nice day, you can't accept it. You can't accept the good. And the other thing is you can't express the good. When you're resentful, let's say you resent your husband for some reason. Then your child comes up and your child asks you a question. And you should have patience for your child. But you can't. You can't have it. It's not available. And you lash out at your child with impatience. And then afterwards you feel guilty and you try to be extra nice and you give them money or you give them food or you do something for them, but it's all a compensation for the lack of patience. You didn't have patience. When you're resentful, you have no patience. You can only pretend to have it. You don't have love. You only pretend to have it. All you have is guilt. Do you understand? And then when you see yourself resenting other people, then you turn it on yourself and resent yourself. Resentment is very, 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 very... Well, I was going to say bad. Let me put it another way. It's a big mistake. Now, when people get older, they get very good at hiding it. You can't see that they're resentful hardly. They have a smile on their face and they say, good morning. How you doing? And you give them some extra work and they say, no problem. But something is wrong. You can see it in their life. You can see it in the way they eat, the way they drink, the way they smoke, the way they smoke marijuana. You see it. 
And at home, when they get home, then the family sees it. But out in public, you cannot see that they're resentful. All you see is that their life is falling apart. You don't understand why. It's because they're resentful. But children, young people, especially teenagers, you can see them sometimes. You see their resentment. And it makes you so sad because you know how dangerous it is. So I'm going to say it, young people, don't resent your parents. Don't resent anybody. Yeah, maybe they did you wrong. Maybe maybe they're, they're not saying a good example for you. Maybe they're mean. See it, but don't resent them. Don't resent them. Because if you don't resent them, then you'll be safe. You will be able to grow to be your true self, and you will be able to find all the blessings that are available. But if you're resentful, it blocks you. Christ said, forgive others. He said, if you, if you can't forgive the person that you can see, then how can you find your Heavenly Father who you can't see? You have to forgive other people. And now you know what forgiveness is. It's don't resent them. See? So I want you to see that this little secret of not resenting, watching for resentment and let it pass. See it rising? Let it pass. Don't indulge it. In other words, if you're walking by a table and there's some candy on the table, you see the candy? And maybe you can even smell the candy. You don't have to indulge it. You don't have to eat it. You can quietly say no. Because you know it's not good for you. You do not have to indulge it. It's the same with resentment. You don't have to indulge the resentment. You don't have to indulge it. You can let it pass. There comes resentment. And resentment itself tempts you doesn't it? Because the resentment is a feeling. And when you give in to that feeling, that little bit of hate, that little bit of feeling your anger, feeling yourself puff up in contempt or hate for them, that little feeling is an indulgence. You understand? It's like eating extra candy. More and more and more candy, indulging yourself. We all know that self-indulgence is not good for us. Well, I'm here to tell you that self-indulgence of resentment is also not good for you. So let it pass. If you have a question or need advice, call the listener call-in line at 510-455-455. 8851. That's 510-455-8851. Are you interested in the contemplative life? If so, read Roland's book, Contemporary Contemplation with Reflections on Miguel de Molinos. Roland's book includes an introductory treatise and a complete annotated edition of The Spiritual Guide by Miguel de Molinos. To find out more, go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the icon Books. This is Jeremiah Trujillo, 
the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'm also a pianist and playing some of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as Rhapsody in Blue by the American composer George Gershwin. Thanks for listening. Now let's talk about another way in which, um, let's say young people become resentful. Somebody around them is a grace robber. A grace robber. The young person is just about ready to do something. Let's say the young person sees the garbage needs to be taken out, and the young person is just about ready to take the garbage out. And then here comes the authority, and the authority says, take that garbage out. Why didn't you take the garbage out? I told you you're supposed to take it out. But mom, I was going to, I said, take that garbage out. I know, I know, I know. See, and then resentment. Resentment because the person robbed you of the ability to do something yourself. The person acted like if they had said it, you wouldn't have done it. The person didn't acknowledge that you were doing a good thing. You see what I mean? And so, resentment. But resentment is deadly. Remember, resentment robs you of grace, robs you of love, robs you of everything. Robs you of being able to be your own self. So here's what you do. You have to let the other person's impertinence or their wrong or their impatience, just let it pass. And then do what you know is right in your heart. In other words, let's suppose that what you know is right in your heart is somehow God wordlessly. See, he gives us conscience. God gives us conscience, what we know in our heart. So it's sort of something from God. It's very private. It's beautiful. So, and we could also call it intuition. Let's say that You're there and you see the garbage should be taken out and you see that it's the right thing to do. So you're going to take it out. And then the other person says, take the garbage out. Then what you do is you let a heartbeat go by. And then you go ahead and you take the garbage out. Not because they told you to, but because you see that it's the right thing to do. Get it? You are obeying your conscience. You're not obeying them. You're not reacting to what they said. You're obeying your conscience. Do you get it? That's the secret. Do the right thing regardless of the pressure of other people, one way or the other. If they pressure you to do something and it's the right thing to do, then just do it because you see that it's right, not because they say they told you to, but because you see. On the other hand, if they're pressuring you to do something that's not right, then just don't do it. It's very simple. But the secret is to let go of the resentment. Watch for it and let it go. That's what you need to do. Now, This is a very, very back-to-basics kind of a program. I've been talking about stress now for over 30 years. I'm in my 33rd year on the air. And I've helped some people. 
I've written a lot of books. In fact, I have a little book called An Introduction to Stress Management. It's actually very good. I have many books. They're on Amazon. But they're all about the same thing. They're about learning how to deal with the vicissitudes of life, learning how to deal with other people without resenting them. And then what will happen? You will be less stressed. See, when you think about stress, what is it? It's you're reacting and reacting to what? Circumstances, but mainly other people. So when you react, get upset, get resentful, get angry, then before long you start to get nervous, you start to get a tummy ache, you start to get a headache, and so on and so forth. And then to get rid of the pain, not only the pain of the tension for reacting, but also the pain for being wrong. See, it's, we're not supposed to be reacting and becoming resentful. And so you know that. And so to get rid of the pain, then what do you do? You escape into music, entertainment, food, drugs, marijuana, all that kind of stuff, alcohol, or work. You find something to escape into so you don't have to see your own wrong. Now, what I'm saying is be as aware as you can in the moment and watch for these little reactions that you have and just see them. Don't try to change yourself. Don't try to struggle with them. Just watch them. And something magic happens. The same light from your Creator, the same light by which you can see when something is true or not true, the same light that makes you aware in your heart. When you've done something wrong, you've been mean to somebody, and you have, afterwards you feel bad, that same light from your Creator also contains elements for your growth as a child of God. That same light. So, I want you to now just do me a very big favor. And that is, realize that what I've said is true and that you have been resentful. And realize that other people can't help themselves. Someone did something to them when they were a little child and they became resentful and hurt and angry and upset. And they lost. They lost their connection to the Creator. They lost their connection with conscience and with intuition. And after that, one thing led to another. And things just got worse and worse for them and they saw it. And it was painful to them. And so on. So just see that, see how that happened to them. So don't hate them. But don't let it happen to you. Don't let happen to you what happened to them. Then you can grow to be the noble person, the one with grace, the one with patience, the one with love. And how do you find them? They're there. They're a gift from God. They're a character-building gift from God. When you do something very simple, let go of resentment. Forgive, in other words. And then search for the truth and forgive other people. And you will find God, and He will give you wonderful blessings.
Augustine said it so beautifully. He said, You made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. Resentment is a separation from your Creator, a separation from conscience, a separation from the flow of good from within, a separation from love. That's what it is. It's a little emotion that galvanizes you away from. You feel that you are distancing yourself from what you don't like out there or what someone is doing or what they're saying or what they're implying or a situation that's not working out for you. You feel like by resenting it, you're distancing yourself from it and getting over it. But what you're doing is actually subjecting yourself to it. You become powerless. From God comes good power, the power to make the bad recede, to hold off the negativity and keep it all on the outside. But when you are resentful, you give up that good power, and instead the outside then has power to affect you, to sensitize you, to upset you, and to make you react. And then in your powerlessness, you feel even, you're even worse off than you were before. And then you resent that. And then you resent knowing it. And the resentment is a never-ending cycle that drives you down, down, down. Augustine said it so beautifully. You made us for yourself, O Lord. And our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. Rest in your Creator is giving in to what you know in your heart and forbearing to resent other people. So I think, uh, I think you got the point. Now what are you going to do about it? Resenting yourself is not going to work. All you can do is now learn to watch. Watch your reaction. See that they're wrong. Just see the reaction. Don't try to do anything about it. Don't try to change yourself. Don't try to make yourself good. Christ said, we can't even make one white hair black. Just see your own wrong and regret what you see about yourself. When others make a mistake, see their mistake, but don't hate them for it. Don't resent them for it. Don't judge them for it. Just see it. And you will be safe. And then you can flower and grow as the good Lord intended. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.